everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, your number one podcast on the face of the earth. My name is Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, Noah Reynolds, everybody. Noah Reynolds. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for having me. And I am joining you, as always. Was was getting ready for some sort of nickname or or cert, um, pen name for you to give me, but um, just the regular Noah Reynolds. And I'm okay with that. Happy Sunday, dude. Happy um, early pod Sunday um good to be here good to see you good to good to see you and and this is a very special episode noah not only is it uh it, uh happy lunar day today the, the year of the chicken i think um it is the mm -hmm. our 100th episode of this podcast noah um so what what's what do you think about that it didn't have you did you ever think we would make it to 100 episodes um, I did after we signed that contract that I don't think anybody else cares about in our shout out to the basketball podcast network. Um, but after, after we signed a thing, I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do a hundred until we're asked to not. So to answer your question, yes, um, I'm proud of us, however. Um, and I do think that it's a milestone. Plenty of podcasts don't get to a hundred, even more podcasts don't have a DraftKings sponsorship. So it's been a labor of love, Jacob. Um, you know, um, and and I'm happy to celebrate it here and um and and talk some ball and talk some chicken as we are one to do. That is right, Noah. And yeah, I agree. I think um now that we've made a hundred episodes, anything we do after this is just gravy. It's just extra um bonus, and uh we're playing with house money at this point, Noah. So that's great. Do you wanna hear yes. I have I have something set up for us real quick? Do you wanna once again mention that it's our hundredth episode? uh yeah so this is our 100th episode uh thank you guys for listening um if someone has listened to all 100 episodes please please reach out to us but it is our 100th episode cool. very cool <laughs> all right hopefully oh, yes. could hear that small <laughs> small air horn that noah went off Shut on his phone uh took him all morning to download that app to get on his phone to do that so uh Shout out. Happy to, 100, dude. Happy 100. Um, I feel a little sicky uh, more than normal, so I apologize if if my voice sounds like this. You know, um, after 100 hours of podcasting, you kind of just sound like this at some point. So You sure um, do. It, it gets to you. It gets to you. Um, but we, we do, you know, believe it or not, we do have a lot of talk to talk about. Maybe you'll be more of a nonverbal um, host this week. Um, but a, a lot in the world of um, NBA basketball, I would say. I don't think there's been a better time to be a Denver Nuggets fan. We obviously will go through the details, the ins and outs of that um, on our second part, on the second part of the show. And then we also, we celebrate, we had a, a nice, um, I'd say fancy, I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say fancy chicken meal mm -hmm. to celebrate this milestone we're having this week. Um, so, so, so yeah, a lot of discuss. Um, any, anything, um, beforehand you want to talk about comedy or we saw that movie i saw that movie um banshees of in sharon loved it yeah really really enjoyed it speaking of comedies uh winner of the uh golden globe of comedy because it's a hilarious mm -hmm. romp the banshees of in i shireen i think um but, <laughs> uh yes uh it is actually pretty funny but it's also equally devastating and sad i think but um, i i gotta be honest i i totally agree with you but the way that you laid out the movie i thought it was gonna be way and we're back and i apologize for that um hbo max <laughs> directly reached out to us we are not allowed to talk about banshees of inshiring so um all right Yep, so that, that is that. Um, I do have that <laughs> beginning part recorded, so this will be a smooth transition, Noah. Uh, Very good. No, a uh, smooth transition to what? <laughs> to the rest anyway, of the podcast. Yeah, no, so no, I know. I was episode. meant to do a wink, as in like, a, <laughs> I didn't even know you were talking about. Oh, my God. Welcome to episode 100. Once again, already in progress. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, yes. I don't. Yes, yes no. We no, went to a restaurant that's actually close to vibes of the Banshees movie. Um, you think so? A little bit, just 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 in general. Um, we went to a place uh, called Jacks on Pearl this week, mm -hmm. Noah. Now, this was your uh, suggestion, and and why did you bring this up for our hundredth episode? 
So I thought I thought naturally it would make sense for us to do something a little special. You know, we're out here, we're out here in the mud, as it were, doing things like Pollo Loco, which we love. Pollo Loco, we're doing Popeyes every time they drop a new thing. And I'm like, gosh darn it, well, maybe we deserve a nice night out, the fellas. You know, it was Sunday. Um, and uh I had been to this place before in in Jackson Pearl, and I got the chicken tenders there. So I said, Jacob, we're going to this place. We're getting the chicken tenders. It's going to be a little bit on the pricier side, but we're celebrating, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was the uh, inception of of my idea to go. All right, and we did celebrate, um, and we did have ourselves some chicken tenders, Noah. Now, looking at Jackson Pearl, apparently it's more of a like a steakhouse uh, and oyster bar. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if listeners know, I'm, I'm not a big seafood man. Um, you know, too icky for me. Uh, there's no, there's no airplane, uh, going into my mouth, you know? So what, what, do you like oysters? Noah, are you an oyster man? Um, I, I don't seek out oysters. If somebody is buying me an oyster, I'll, I'll eat an oyster because, um, you know, I'm bohemian and very versatile in my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like something oysters to me are like one of those things where, it's they're generally really expensive and not for a good it's like a fancy i mean it's a fancy person food so no i don't generally seek them out but give me an oyster i'll eat it up baby hell yeah hell yeah um i uh it's funny because i've been watching a lot of hell's kitchen noah you know and they make Mm -hmm. scallops and they look so good but i know i would just like hate them and not even try them and eat them that much so that's crazy scallops are so good scallops are some of the some of my favorite i'm even looking at a scallop here on the on the thing um so we went to this place it was fancy it is it's called uh, the, the the font on the sign is in like cursive you know there are white tablecloths yes um they spell grill with an e on the end yes it's a wood yes wood fired grill yes absolutely um (laughs) so so that we were dare i say out of our element a little bit i decided to dress up i knew you were um kissing your boyfriends or doing some other gay stuff all day but i decided to dress a little nice i wore a bolo tie i even wore a jacket a suit jacket and then Jacob comes in with shit all over his face and in his <laughs> pants and piss on his face and in his pants too. Yes, yes, and I'm like, well, you don't get the vibes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to, it was a Sunday. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how businesses work. I thought maybe it would be crowded. It's one of these places that's only open for dinner. So that's how it's, it's fancy. And I made reservations for five o'clock for two. And the place opened at 4.30 and I got there on time and um, there was nobody there in the entire restaurant. We had the entire place to ourselves, probably for 75% of our, our, our meal. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, what, what, what did you feel about that? We'll get into the tenders in a second, I guess. Uh, so first of all, yeah, um, atmosphere, very good, uh, very hilarious that we made a reservation um, and that nobody was there. I, I do feel like we got a good booth, though. We got like the, probably the best booth in the best house. Booth. So mm-hmm. so I guess we did. But yeah, I mean, t- when we were leaving, it it was pretty uh, it was it was getting a little popping. But um, yeah, if their hours are right, I mean, they're only open for f- five hours. So um people really weren't really jumping at the bit to get there well, right when they opened you know for I sure. want to ask you yes. I want to ask you this cuz I don't know if you saw it on your way in there was a a giant line out um <clears throat> at the restaurant next door for some sort of chinese japanese fucking horseshit mm-hmm. and I, my question is what to what does the food have to be it was cold for you to stand out in the cold because I was thinking about this not even sitting out in the cold stand out in a line for an extended period of time um, cause I'll give you my answer first. It really depends on what I'm paying <laughs> as it, as it often mm-hmm. comes down to, mm-hmm. if I'm not going to stand in line for a half hour to also pay $50 for a sandwich, you know what I mean? Okay. So, um, so you're looking for like, um, black Friday type deals with your meals. So apparently no, that's why you no. would say, I, was like, okay, I, I, I would say I would, I would, if somebody's like, this place is the best barbecue in our city. You have to stand out in line for an hour, but you pay $15 for five pounds of meat. I'm like, all right, fine. I will stand out for that. But I'm not going to stand out in line for some fancy-ass bullshit, um, which I assume this place was. This area is very fancy. It's very gentrified. Well, that's probably not right. It's probably been like this forever. Um, 
maybe. Uh, I think it's pretty. I think it was gentrified forever. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Uh, anyway, no, yes. but anyway, my answer, Noah. Yes, I would. Uh, by the way, I did stand in that line for a second, uh, <laughs> thinking that it was the restaurant we're going to, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, Noah has a reservation," and he says he's in there. Uh, yeah. And then I looked over and I was like, "Oh no, this is this place with a cobweb that's coming out of the restaurant is where in a tumbleweed. A tumbleweed. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes." And, uh, <laughs> but uh i think my answer though i did you know stand outside for the popeye's chicken sandwich during the wars and right. um i would do that again probably so that's uh, so that's sort of more to my point yes, would you stand yes. outside though to pay 20 dollars for chicken tenders probably not but it, it would have to depend on what it was you know like if there was some sort of uh um a meet and greet where the the meat is m-e-a-t and greet mm -hmm, with, with some mm -hmm. sort of uh denver mm -hmm. nuggets basketball player or something like that um yes. if it was uh i i don't know if you've seen that movie the menu yet but if it was some sort of like high dollar uh, extravagant trip like that then i feel like you do have to just wait outside if they make you kind of mm -hmm. thing um so i would do that for sure too as well um but yeah so uh I I enjoyed um, walking in and seeing you by yourself in your bolo tie, and uh, <laughs> it, the rose you had was a nice touch. But um, it was very. <laughs> I picked that on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very fun to walk in there, and then looking at the menu, Noah, it, it it looks like there's two different menus for the main dining room, which we were in, and mm -hmm. Jack's upstairs, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, and I don't yeah. really understand why uh, it seems like two different well, restaurants. It's two different, yeah, it's two different eating experiences, really. And it's not two different restaurants. I mean, but okay. it is like, I mean, you could be like us. We're sort of men about town, which does not mean gay. But we're sort of like, um, uh, we're doing making business. We're we're um, making deals. We're We're doing business deals. And again, that's not gay stuff but yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. and that, that's perfectly fine if, if you wanted oh if my you're god if you're i love it it's time. actually yeah. better i actually think it's better <laughs> but we were in the main dining room which is you know w where people like us should sit now if we had some of our past guests i don't know people from Greeley or louisiana they would be point they would be directed towards jack's upstairs which is like we will sit you we will seat you and serve you but we do have a particular place for you to go um, and yes. I think that's actually very cool of them. Very cool of them. And it looks like it's mostly the bar and the happy hour. So they don't even right. have like a full kitchen up there. So, um, yeah, kind of just throwing scraps to you up let's there get in, in, the, uh, in the upstairs hours. Yeah, let's get into these tendies, dude. Um, yes. So first of all, I knew the price of these tenders because I had been here previously. And I was like, all right, get ready. This is the price of the tenders. Uh, we know what we're going to get. And then right before we're about to order, the guy comes up and is like, oh, yeah, by the way, we have a happy hour menu. You're the only people in the restaurant. And uh, the thing you want is like 75 percent off or half off or whatever the fuck. We're like, oh, wow, thanks for that. So we did get the happy hour price chicken tenders, same yes. entree. And man, that felt like highway robbery. I was really happy about that. Very good. Um, so now we know a, a tip uh, during this happy hour hours that the chicken tenders are $12, which is basically uh, around the price of our normal meals that we go to. It absolutely was. And that allowed us, Jacob, if I may, the ability and the freedom to be like, we're celebrating. Maybe we maybe we have a starter, you know, maybe we have a little bit of a uh, an appetizer, if that's how you say it. Um, and uh, it did come out with the food, so it didn't count. But we we went with the Jack's Mac. Um, and I don't know. I don't really have much. On it. I thought it was fine. Actually, I didn't think it was like super spectacular. Yeah, that's going to be my main point. I think it's like this is great. Yeah. Fine. Um, I thought the chicken tenders were really good. But yes, the the sides I thought would should be um a little more like, oh, these are these are like the best mashed potatoes I've ever had or something, you know, and that or uh, and mm -hmm. it was not like that, which is fine. But um, that, that 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 was the thing that that's stuck up to me. You know, we had fries. They're called the nine season fries, um, which uh, is, is fitting. Nikola Jokic is in his ninth season. Um, 
I don't know if that's true or not. That was on purpose. Yes, oh, no, yes, yes. I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's accurate or not, but I'll I'll do that. I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, so so I guess I guess the fries part of it for me, I was like, I really I wanted that to be more of a home run, you know? I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let me let yeah. me read the mm-hmm. I was yeah, just say, let me read the description because um I do think that the way that they actually fry these chicken tenders is special and I think is a little bit why it, it stands out to me is very good. So it's a premium chicken tenders dipped in tempura batter. All right. So that's a big one. Panko encrusted and fried crisp and fried crisp. Okay. That's the end. Um, and then, and then your choice of um, ranch or honey mustard. Um, and um, I think whatever, cause have you, I mean, I guess you don't like seafood, but tempura, um, which is common in, uh, I want to say Japan um is it's like a much lighter um crust mm-hmm. would that be correct i mean you have you had tempura before um i i think so but i mean i know exactly what you're talking about like the type of fry on these chicken is is definitely um a fish type fry right, it, right. It's, it's just like a um yeah lighter breading um it kind of is like um it kind of peels off in flakes a little bit more too mm-hmm. which is pretty cool so you can just have little bites of the skin and stuff like that but um yeah that's definitely what sets these chicken tenders apart is this kind of fish fry that is on mm-hmm. the chicken tenders and of course already established uh me who doesn't like fish um knows I, what you're talking about <laughs> I, uh, yeah yeah i took a bite and i was like "Ooh, this 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 tastes like scallops you know uh instead of chicken uh, <laughs> that's a bit uh but uh <laughs> but yeah that's very funny. very good uh very i i did uh i <laughs> i did ask for buffalo sauce which the waiter uh, uh, that. <laughs> very nice to me about it but um also said uh, kind of like uh, looked me up and down to make sure I, I deserve to be in there. But uh, he said, Let's, I wish he did say I wish. Uh, but yes, yes. Let's do one of our patented um, role playing scenarios. OK, so I will be I guess I'll be the waiter and you'll be you. You've just finished up the ordering and this is the last thing you decide to say to me before I go and put the order in. So I'm like, and um, cool. Anything else you guys? Yeah, so it says here uh, our choice of ranch or mustard, um, or honey mustard. Do you happen to have um, buffalo sauce? Huh. Let me think about that for a second. Let me think about the stupidest question I've ever been asked in a restaurant. I've been working in restaurants for decades. And sorry, I have to step back for a second to compose myself. Let me take a deep breath. And also, I know I... I, I did order the uh, uh, Pinot Noir, but um, do, I, I kind of have a change of heart. Do you happen to have Kool-Aid back there? Do you have any Kool-Aid? We do have Kool-Aid, but we don't have whatever uh, oh, buffalo sauce. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wish. Sarcastic. Um, and um, we'll have that out with your spit in a second. Thank you so much, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. I thought it was brave for sure i okay. thought it was if okay. you, you, here's the thing i'm not gonna ask i will i would absolutely partook but i think i think it shows initiative and i think it shows sort of a can-do attitude that is signature to your lifestyle look and 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 this is something to that um I do as a lot of places. I don't even want to make this like a class thing because uh, one of our favorite establishments, Wendy's, does not have buffalo sauce. And I ask every time and they're like, no, but we have this <laughs> sriracha ranch bullshit. And I say, fine, I'll try it. And it's not close at all. Um, it, is just, <laughs> it is just like a spicy ranch or whatever, which is whatever, fine. Um but, you know, I think at some point in my life, I just hit a wall with barbecue sauce. Well, I should have asked for barbecue sauce, too. <laughs> yeah. They would have had barbecue sauce. That's the thing. For whatever reason, buffalo sauce, as good as it is, and I'm not debating that, it just seems like it is a, it is, it's a niche thing in certain places. I don't know if I've. When I when I see steakhouse or grill with an e at the end, I'm like, I don't think this place is going to have buffalo sauce. And I think it is a class thing, frankly, Jacob. I I know you're trying to tiptoe around it, but 
you know, is socioeconomic divides exist. And it's like Buffalo sauce, I think, is a perfect example of that. So looking at their menu, other sauces that they have available, <laughs> seems like they have a um, lemon caper horseradish sauce. Right. Um, so you know no, what's no going buffalo, on here. No buffalo yeah. sauce. But they also have a um, a tomato jam, uh, no mm-hmm. buffalo sauce, a agave lime pasilla sauce. And we all know what that is. Um, no, no buffalo. They have a dill sauce. Um, <laughs> no buffalo. Um, they have a sambuca parmesan cream sauce uh no buffalo so if i was yes. the waiter this is how i would have answered you i would have i would have done this exact thing right i listed every single sauce and then followed it up with that's not buffalo sauce um but we do have lemon caper sauce also not um so to answer your question no <laughs> you get no well, sauce. That was kind of the part. And also, it looks like this tuna has sriracha. It, like, he could have offered me sriracha, maybe. Um, but no, I think not... he knew that you were going for broke. It was it was going to be all yeah. or nothing. Yeah, I guess that's good. Because there was a spicy aioli that comes with the ahi tuna tartar. But, um, yes. That uh, sounds really good. I would have done that. Sometimes they do um offer me other uh, options um they're like oh you're a piece of shit here's here's what other pieces of shit i've ordered like on amazon um and uh but uh none of that which is fine the guy was very nice to us um he uh um almost too fancy for us i try i I wanted him to like stand down a little bit um Mm. but that's not my place to say so um Overall, Noah, I did really like these chicken tenders. Um, I yeah. I didn't tell you, but during the day before we went, I did have Popeye's uh, three-piece spicy chicken nuggets. So oh almost halfway through the meal, I was like, this is too much fried chicken for me. So um, that's so kind I, of... I yes. gobbled it up as I do. Yep. And Noah, just uh, uh, like the uh, the alien and, and nope. Just uh, sucking things up. In, in, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It is gala. Uh, so uh, very good. I, I did enjoy. This is like kind of the um, fanciest sports bar I've been into. I mean, it, it's mm. it, I mean, they had TVs with sports playing and um, sure did. There was some sort of game happening. I don't remember what it was, but um, the Vikings, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, the play, uh, wild card playoff games, wild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, something like that. But um, you know, uh, I think uh, very great chicken tenders. Um, probably be back for the happy hour. What do you think, Noah? What, what I think was it's a your great favorite? hour? Yeah, it makes what, me want to. Uh-huh. I think I think that was the the besides the food, which to echo what you said was just delicious. Um, I think it, it makes me want to seek out happy hours more because this is a I mean, we would have paid it. Oh, I mean, we I think we mentioned it, but it's twenty two dollars for the God, I'm fucking so predictable. Um, I I guess my point is I um, I'm happy about finding out about this place and the little sweet treat um, when we got there, which is early bird gets the worm. <laughs> <laughs> early happy bird hour goes from like four thirty to five thirty. That was that. There was a time in my life, Noah, where I was all happy hours all the mm-hmm. time, and 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 mostly because of my budget and and restrictions. But um, it, when I was a high school student or a college student in Boulder, I knew exactly where to go for happy hour stuff. Um, and uh, shout out to the pub on Pearl Street. Um, they had good sure, yeah. um, things like that. So I then you and yeah, this this definitely is the move. Um, the only thing is trying, I mean, it is good to find a happy hour that's on the weekends too, which was unique, I think. Um, for sure. And food. Yeah. I mean, a food, I could give a fuck about, you know, drinks. Yeah. drinks. I, I, I Give me a food happy hour, dude. Um, so very good. Very good experience. Um, it was, it was nice to feel fancy. Was it not? Oh, it was very nice to feel fancy. Um, but I probably should have pulled out a full tuxedo and, uh, <laughs> we could have got like a, uh, a limousine for 15 minutes um yeah we'll do that for 200 yeah you heard it here first everybody help us get a limousine for our 200th episode where we will be eating it was this this wasn't fancier than uh gordon the places you went in vegas or like um was it no i mean it's probably on i mean price wise it's probably similar but um sure so the gordon ramsay yeah um we went to uh the the main fancier one is is more high class for sure because they give you pretty much 
like you can order the entrees or you can order like a $600 tour of everything or whatever, you know, kind of oh, thing. Cool. Um, shit like that. But, um, and then the Gordon Ramsay burger is a little more fast casual. So probably more around this, this area. Cool. I forgot what the, the main, um, Gordon Ramsay one is called. Steak. Or yeah. Something. Steak. Yeah. STK. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, there's an STK really, yeah. in Denver. Maybe we go to that one sometime soon. Yeah. It's yeah, where yeah, the Jokic yeah. and Jokic brothers always go after games. Yes. I've heard. Or we can go to the um yeah we should do that and and go after a game try to get them and uh, that'd be sick <laughs> and uh, I'll pretend to be uh, go ahead sorry yeah 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 I'll be uh, Melania or, or not Melania what's his wife's name uh, Svetlana Svetlana yes I'll be Svetlana and you be little baby <laughs> okay good <laughs> little baby Jokic um any uh, other just, yeah oh, go I ahead. just yes. wanted to go real quick um. I'm looking at the Google reviews for Jackson Pearl uh, right. before we move on, just to get like some um, opposite views, you know. And and to, to be fair, they have three one star reviews. That's it. Um, one of them is from Ryan McCarthy two months ago, and it just says bad. Um, that's <laughs> the only thing that in rolls. the description. Um, the other review is from. Um, Monroe, Maryland, which I doubt is her name, six months ago. Um, and one review that you got takeout. Um, customer service was not welcoming. Um, they did not offer utilities, which I thought was funny. Utilities uh, <laughs> uh, and napkins or thank me for coming to their restaurants. P.S. Uh, no buffalo sauce. Yes, no buffalo sauce. Uh, and uh, the uh, they said the chicken tender was burnt and the fries were cold. Oh. Um, yes, and if you're ordering takeout from a steak, uh, a steakhouse, takeout from a steakhouse, now that's something. Um, but um, that's something. But if you order takeout from a steakhouse, you're a piece of shit, right? Yeah, probably for some reason. I don't know why, really. And and for some reason, I feel like any takeout at this place is like, yeah, you kind of messed up anyway, but um. You know, the uh, and then she hits it at the end. The price of the food was overpriced, and it is basically chain restaurants similar to the TGIF, which I would never say. Uh, but these people, kinda... <laughs> I mean, we I think we know this from doing this research. Like, the people that do post these things, even if they're good, they're psychopaths, they're truly just insane people, um, who, who don't really have much morals. But no, incorrect. I would say, uh, I would say, not yes. a, a good assessment. Um, um, so, if you guys have happy hour money or uh, regular regular daytime nighttime money, I would suggest going to this place with a, a significant other, a family, a, a close friend, any of those kinds of things. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And let me just say to um, Monroe, Maryland. Um, only has two reviews and one was the one star jackson pearl and then mm. one in chicago uh four, five star review for detox life products so um <laughs> nice. that's who we're uh dealing with here and they and she loved the customer service there so um shout out to monroe maryland on google uh just uh guiding light for us here um in our reviews but um shout out jackson pearl shout out our waiter who um couldn't really give a fuck about my buffalo sauce but um you know uh either way so um great idea noah we did a nice little uh, uh fancy dinner for your boys and we made it to 100 episodes congrats we deserve it we deserve it dude congrats to you congrats to us thanks everybody for listening what if i just like blew my head off right there <laughs> <laughs> oh funny joke funny joke thank you no yes, no it's, yes. it's important to talk about that stuff you know? it is important and um me and noah do have the semicolon tattoos on our arms so we, we yeah are... but mine is actually supposed to be a, just a winky face and uh, i found out <laughs> later that it means something Sad. Anyway. You you forgot the, uh, the, the the other part of it. You forgot the mouth. Oh, you the smile. The yeah, you I'm, the I'm trying to even remember what a semicolon is. I know. Um, <laughs> very good, Jacob. Um, so final thoughts. I guess that was your final thoughts, mm-hmm. probably. Um, yes, and uh, then we are lucky to get to 100 episodes. We're even luckier to be a part of the basketball podcast. The basketball podcast uh, network. Is that what you're going to say? Basketball yes, yes, podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. The um uh keeping the lights on here. 
Um, and you know, we're, we're NBA boys, but we've been watching the NFL playoffs, you know, um, and the picture is locked in and my go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. I've been betting these playoffs. No, already I I've, I've, I'm way under. Um, I, I bet everything on the Jacksonville Jaguars to win it all. Um, and uh, my boy Trevor Lawrence didn't come through. But, you know, I can still get back on the positive side because all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend, a couple weekends ago. Just place any <laughs> NFL bet of your choice. And if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. That's action so good. Why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else, you know? And I'm not going to bring up these other apps, you know, but they're hard to get into. They're hard to validate your citizenship. Not in DraftKings. They don't even care if you're a citizen. <laughs> no background checks. My yeah. favorite part of DraftKings. Yeah, it says that here on the on the read. No background checks. Um, and uh, I don't know, Noah, who you with the remaining teams in the NFL. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Who would you bet on right now? I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the birds, dog. I love Hertz. Uh, I like that team. I think they're the only Philly team I find a little bit endearing. Um, and uh, you know, f all the haters. Yeah. I, I do what like that you? pick. I do like that pick of the Eagles. Uh, no, I mean Brian Dawkins is having a great season. Maybe if Donovan McNabb gets off the IR, um, they'll come back in. And uh, Donovan Brian, McNabb, yes. famously sorry, Donovan McNair, famously murdered by his girlfriend. That's, that's different. <laughs> yeah, different. we're still on the ad read. <laughs> yes, uh, this is the call to action, Noah. Do you want to do it? You could do it. Sure. Bet with DraftKings. My my Super Bowl pick is the uh uh the the Bengals. Let's go. Who day? Cool. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Broadway Joey. Mm-hmm. The this is the call to action. Everybody, our favorite part of the podcast. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TBPN. New customers can bet five dollars on the NFL and get two hundred in free bets instantly. Holy fucking shit! Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions obviously apply. Um, and, you know, if you're having a problem, like so many people do, reach out to the various um, things in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Joining our um, already in progress, thank you so much. This is Chicken and the Nuggets um, basketball podcast, the basketball podcast network, of course, DraftKings. Thank you so much for everything you do, for being with us this 100 episodes. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Jacob. Yes. It's a great time to be a Denver Nuggets fan, is it not? Fantastic time. I feel so excited. Um, And before we get into that really quick, it is Jokic's ninth season in the NBA. So it it is actually nine season season prize. Um, But yes, I think that I don't remember since the last time we talked on the podcast, the Nuggets have won a million games in a row. Um, So uh, pretty much um, controlling teams. looking great um by far maybe the best couple week stretches of denver nuggets games uh ever maybe i want to say um Mm -hmm. i don't know if you feel like that no but like just by pure fun of watching them and and pure like excitement like i know Jokic missed like two games of it too but it is kind of just like well let's see what Jokic does tonight kind of a little bit totally you know and it's and and you know me we talked about movies a little bit we got to talk about tvs uh this is my favorite thing to watch in the world right now is Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets play basketball well, let me tell you something. Um, these so the the Nuggets this season are three and two without Jokic. Mm-hmm. We would be zero and five last year without Jokic. Um, and I think that I think some of those games are not my favorites, but are get me the most hype. Being like, all right, let's see what we can actually do. You know, mm-hmm. the narrative was so much how dependent we are and have been on Jokic these past years. So if he's sitting out. Um, you know, and to be fair, we're going against teams like um, I don't I, I forget the other game he sat out, but, you know, like the Pacers and um, pushover teams for the most part. But yeah. I, I think that's more than anything, a huge test and um, m- metric of where this team has come. The fact that we can sit Jokic for, you know, probably some basically just rest 
and um and we can still pull out like really um solid wins you know we're we're used to those kind of last minute chugging it out losing the leads in the third quarter and really having to get back um but these these last nine now have been um total domination like you said it's been great to watch yeah and and it's funny I, I feel like that too, in a way. Like you, you know, we're we're online. We see that Jokic is out, you know, like an hour before the game or something. And then I get mm-hmm. even more interested in the game. I'm like, all right, exactly. let's see, let's see what's gonna happen here. And and yeah, so far, I mean, so Jokic missed the game on the road against the Clippers. So that's like actually that was the Clippers. Yeah, they almost punted that game in theory. You know, like mm-hmm. the kind of, but also uh, uh, Jamal Murray looked great, fantastic again. Um, uh, a nice little stress for Jamal. Um, I know people talked about it too. He played his first or his second back-to-back of the season. So mm-hmm. him playing back-to-backs is like crazy. And I think we're almost to a place where we're back to like normal Jamal Murray, where he has his, you know, flaws that we've, we've talked about before, but um, nothing about like injury concerns, which is an amazing place to be um, on that front. But yeah. And then Jokic did sit another Friday night game uh, at home against the Pacers. And um, you know, what I I think is great, Noah, is that teams are noticing that, that this is kind of a juggernaut team, right? So they're like sitting people when they come here to, if Mm -hmm. they're on a back to back, it's like, no, we'll, we'll, we'll sit paul george or there uh it there, there was a game um i mean it was uh, the beginning of the month but against the cavaliers where donovan mitchell mitchell sat just for rest after scoring 71 <laughs> points in the last game and he had a day of rest in between you know like that they're they're like not scared i mean kind of scaring teams into just being like all right this might just be a, an l on the schedule anyway um so I don't know. It just seems to be a weird place right now um, that Nuggets are normally not in of being kind of like a juggernaut type team. And yeah, it's so encouraging to see that. And then also no Malone for the last three games. Right. Um, and I thought um, David Adelman seems really good and really mm-hmm. uh, effective. And um, I like hearing him talk about it because he's just like yeah i mean this we know what we're doing already <laughs> so like you know he adelman could call timeouts and do well, a little rotation you know and that's it yeah what are the chances david adelman or papa jones because i think those are probably the two guys right behind i don't know how the fucking organization of the staffing coaching staff works but mm-hmm. what are the chances i was just thinking about this that david adelman and papa jones get picked up or start get a head coaching job in Houston or Orlando or Charlotte next year in, in the way that um on sell and yeah um, I mean Chelsea's not a product but um who's the who's the fucking other yeah Wes Unseld and then um the other uh like Mosley right was a part of the Nuggets stuff I feel like Jamal Mosley. Right. um but yeah I mean it that's I think all of them are at risk now that the Nuggets yeah. if they like if they finish with like an amazing uh season record at the end which they're trending towards um then yeah i mean they're all gonna be kind of on the block i mean i would probably um lean towards adelman being the first picked up but who knows um and then uh i also think you know a lot of nuggets fans have been complaining about ryan saunders and the defense but um defense is going up and if they end with a good defensive uh, metric he's the one who has head coaching experience too and mm-hmm. will probably be picked up as well so um uh maybe i mean who knows uh with that kind of stuff but um yeah pretty much anything with a good team like this i mean and then you're gonna have some cool jobs with good draft picks at the top too available so i think like totally. for them it's a cool little opportunity maybe um I mean, how funny would it be if, like, yeah, David Adelman's just coaching Wimbenyama yeah, next, yeah, next year, and you're just like, yeah. all right, cool, this is, like, the smallest guy in the world with the tallest guy yeah. in the world, and, like, a yeah. nice little combo, but uh, could happen, could happen. But What's yeah. cool about the, the, the coaching staff on the Nuggets is it's so many legacy dudes. It's so many guys who are sons of coaches, sons of players, and, and have, like, an NBA pedigree throughout their life. And, and uh, frankly, I think that's probably – um, an, 
you know, props to Tim Conley for, for establishing an organization like that. But anyway, yeah. that was just something I thought I want to, before we move on to anything else, I just want to, cause we've been, the nuggets are, I want to put just things into perspective. Nuggets are yes. on a nine game win streak. They are the best offense in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they have become in this, these last nine games, the third best defensive team in the league. A lot less turnovers. That's like the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing we've been talking about for how many years? I don't know. Um, Malone went into the season saying we want to be a top five defense. There has never been, excuse me, there has only been one NBA champion in the history of the NBA who has been outside of the top 10 in defense and won the NBA title. So those things are obviously connected. And then just on the bigger picture, uh, Nuggets are – Game and a half ahead of Memphis, but in division, I didn't realize this. They're ten up from the Timberwolves, dude. Yeah. So, um, I mean, things are just going really great. Yeah, and they they mentioned that on the broadcast, the altitude broadcast, that like, yeah, soon there's gonna be a realistic magic number already for the Nuggets in the division, which is pretty crazy. I mean, barring a like uh, catastrophic meltdown, I think the division is wrapped up in. Uh, the end of January, which is uh, <laughs> pretty crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, very unbelievable. And um, even more overall, Noah, the Nuggets are a game and a half behind the Celtics for the best record in the league. So mm-hmm. um, I who think we, we've also beat already. Yes. Celtics. Yes. Who we've also beat. So and yeah, even and to even look at it a little bit too, um, the Western Conference, the the Nuggets and the Grizzlies have really separated themselves at the top of the I was gonna standings. Mention that. Um, the Kings are in third place, which is hilarious and awesome. Uh, light the beam. Mm-hmm. And they are six and a half games behind the Nuggets right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, pretty much, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning of the season that we didn't want to peak at that point. But I, I think... just going to bring this up. Now, this is a... Uh, um, this is, I think, the right time for sure. Like, it, you know, this is uh, the kind of peaking that, like, now it's all about staying healthy and and kind of, you know, I feel like the end of the season they'll have a little drop maybe, and then in the playoffs they'll be fine because they they figured out how to play or they just keep on steamrolling uh, for the whole time. So um, we'll see. I mean, they're right now though. Just watching this Nuggets offense is just it looks unstoppable. I mean, what are you going to do? Like there's there's different teams, try different things and, and people are trying different ways to stop Jokic and none of it is like concerns me at all. You know, like, like the weirdest thing, the, the one thing that I was like, Oh, that, that was pretty good was um, like Nas Reed playing Jokic, you know, like, like that, that was, that's pretty much it is where I was just like, Oh, that guy's trying really hard. They're actually like, (laughs) they're, they're like attacking Jokic and they don't foul, uh, you know, the one thing is like Jokic in foul trouble, but even one game, I forgot which one it was uh, recently, they nuggets easily overcame that. Like the bench, like there's just been times now where the bench is actually increasing leads for the first time ever. And if that's happening, then this is like, um, I don't know. There's like no weaknesses right now. There's no third quarter stuff that we've talked about. Um, I think the perimeter defense has been really good. Um, there's been a couple games where the interior defense is still like a work in progress. But other than that, I mean, it, it's just a well-oiled machine right now. And and just to even see Jokic go out and Aaron Gordon uh, score 28 points in that game. Uh, Aaron Gordon pretty much... Uh, uh, willed himself to win that Orlando Magic game because it's his former yeah. team. Probably, I mean, it seemed like he was really pressing that game. But mm-hmm. um, he just seems to be like a beast in pretty much every facet of basketball right now. And um, there's just no. The only downside, which we'll talk about, I guess, is is there's just too many players now, and mm-hmm. Christian Brown is is effectively out of the rotation even though every time he steps on the court something good (laughs) happens and uh something defensively good happens so um but that's good because you know not everyone's gonna play the whole time bones has another knee sprain or something or ankle sprain so um i think that's just gonna be even more 
easy to sit some players on this road to the playoffs and give them a day off here or there. And and that um, Christian Brown can be, you know, a, a viable bench player. And uh, this has been without Vlaco, mostly without Jeff Green. So still not even full strength. Um, I mean, uh, it just shoots sunshine up my ass, Noah. This is, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's so fun to watch. I love like every second of it. And, um, I, I don't know what else you want to bring up before we I, talk about this. Yeah. I want to talk about this road trip that they got coming up. So sure, I have I have one thing. I guess I was or maybe two. So first, I was just going to say I think whatever success we end up having this season, I think we'll look back at the depth of this team as being a huge part of that. Um, you know, Zeke too, Zeke Naji coming in, filling filling that five, which I'm a huge fan of. I love Zeke. Vlaco also playing really good minutes um you know ish smith also out of the rotation but if we needed to plug him in um davon reed who when he plays also tends to play well these dudes who are like fringe rotation guys for sure but it just shows that that we're set for um different scenarios you know which is Mm -hmm. good and then second i want to ask just um this do you what are the chances you think well, no, I feel like this would be a bigger discussion. It was going to be an MVP discussion, but I think that's – I'm kind of tired of that. Maybe we talk about that later. Well, what was, was your – we could do it really quick. But Okay, I was just going to be – do you think he will win his third MVP? I'm still a no. I don't okay, know. I am too. <laughs> yes, but everything's pointing against that for sure. So I think we even talked about it. I think I said the only reason I'm a no – would have nothing to do with his performance. It would only because of a narrative thing and of a they voter fatigue, which I don't, you know, I don't even know what the word fatigue means. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's it's just this thing where like he has so many monster games, so many triple doubles this year that it becomes not interesting and not yeah. like a big deal, you know. And I think I just think like if I mean so. I still think they they really want to give it to Luca, and and if yeah, and I don't even think that's like it. It's just like a subconscious thing of being like, yeah, he's cool, and you know, if the Mavericks finish with like a pretty good record, it's gonna be like a similar thing where like, well, Luca had zero help basically, and he is zero. He is like by himself basically, um, right? And and you can see that because without Luca on the Mavericks, you're just like, how do they do anything? They don't do any, you know, like they, they just have no chance. And now that you're seeing this now, um, I mean, three and two is not a huge number without Jokic, but I think if he sits like a handful of more games, I know he doesn't do that, but I think they're kind of forcing his hand a little bit. Um, If he sits more games and the Nuggets have a pretty good record without him, I think that might be enough. And then that's, you know, we'll see. Um, I, there's still, I mean, I don't think they give it to Embiid over Jokic. I mean, because that's just like he's not the best center, <laughs> you know. Like, I, think, <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, they could, but I mean, it just doesn't seem like that's very plausible. Um, I still think if if the Celtics finish at like an historic uh, season standings, I think Tatum might be a little more push than people give credit to, but. Um, Durant's going to miss a couple weeks now, so he's probably out just for games played. Um, that's going to be the main thing, I think. Like, if there's yeah. if there's anything concerning with Jokic, I think it's okay to shut him down for a little bit, you know. And and I think if you if you give up a chance at a third MVP for a deep playoff run where Jokic is 100, percent that's probably worth it. And um, I don't know if if you feel like that, Noah, but um, at this point, all I'm thinking about is championship and, and the MVP mm-hmm. is yes. like, like, yeah, he's the, he deserves it probably, but like, it doesn't really matter right now. <laughs> so that, that's how I'm totally. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yes. And it is hilarious though, that, um, especially Embiid fans, um, still, uh, hate Jokic with like everything Embiid does. They're like, oh, let's see Jokic do this. And it's yeah. like the easiest block in the world or something, you know. And yeah. like, it, is, yeah. it is the best part of this whole thing. The fact that Jokic so doesn't even care and so that funny. they could not care more. Yeah. And I think that's great. 
it is it is <laughs> super funny uh super great and uh what do you before we go to the future schedule um i i've been kind of not even thinking aaron gordon makes the all-star game but that's gonna be my other question um very do you good think it, it might happen i mean i it just it's so hard right now because you're putting them over some like really good players and i so, i still think no but the coaches might put them in as a reserve so i don't know I, what you think i would think yeah sorry i didn't mean to that would be my best guess is a, is a reserve or if somebody gets injured um i think he probably deserves it i think what's been great dude more than any time that i remember in nuggets history is is the positive narrative that's happening about the nuggets on national broadcasts and you know national tv even you know what's great is the, the you know Memphis will be playing a game against somebody who's not the Nuggets or uh, the Nuggets are being mentioned even without being on TV at this point. That that's where we are with this team, and I think that could very well help his chances. Also, just for a regular argument's sake, it would make sense that the best team in the West has two players on the yes. All Star team, which I've heard that argument plenty of times and i think that would be amazing i i'm not expecting it i think it'll be a surprise so i'm not going to be disappointed if it yeah. doesn't happen yeah not that's that's probably the best argument for him right i mean it's the, the best team in the west he's the second best player this season by far um jamal just hasn't been as consistent enough to make it in even though the last couple weeks probably if he played like that the whole season but mm -hmm. um you know i think I mean, that's where I was talking about, like, we're still at this point with Jamal where it's like, yeah, we need that consistency to be an all-star like that, you know, and that was kind of his square one kind of issues a little bit. But, um, yeah, a Gordon, man, he, I think I would love it. There, You know, I there's been a lot of that hype about him saying that he'll do the dunk contest if he was in, right. the, which, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah too. Um I've heard, you know, there's been a little bit of rumblings about the um, uh, Bones doing the three-point contest, which would be uh, really fun. Um, yeah. For some reason, I I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know why. I just, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem, it seems like, seems like they just, like, ask people the weekend of who does the three-point, like, who's around, you know? So, I mean, yeah. for, these, for these, yeah, I know, for these skills challenges things, there will be more often than not players that I'm like, who is that? Or I don't remember seeing this person play a minute on TV this season. It's it's way yeah. more often now um, fringe dudes who are like happen to be good three pointer three point yeah. shooters, but well, not the dunk, like you know. yeah, the dunk contest especially in the last few years. It's just like like uh, for sure. Even when like Derek Jones won it and stuff like that, like he wasn't playing that much and things like that. Yeah. But um, I think even since almost in, since like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, like those are young, exciting players, you know, like that mm -hmm. was probably the last time. I mean, they got to kind of yeah. strike that iron again, get Jalen Green, whoever that they need to get. Um, I mean, I, I imagine they ask all these players and they don't. Um, right. I mean, what what do we have to do to get Anthony Edwards in there? You know, like if what if For it was real. like Anthony Edwards versus Aaron Gordon this in the All Star <laughs> weekend? I mean, that's money. Uh, but that's so know. stupid that the dudes who we all universally agree are should be in it, they just don't want to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I <laughs> never want to do it. Like Jaw will not do it, right? I mean, no, there's no way not. he's gonna do it. And LeBron famously never gonna do yeah. it. Yeah, the second greatest player ever. It could be like. You know, it would be funny just to be like LeBron, like has in the greatest player arguments. You know, just be like, well, mm -hmm. uh, LeBron never played the dunk contest, and and, and but like MJ they could have two of them. Yeah, and they could have elevated that. You know, they could have elevated this contest where we do bring it up like that kind of thing. But um, yeah. what if LeBron had three? You know, <laughs> he had three slam dunk uh, contests. Um, <laughs> but you know. These aren't creative guys. They probably just don't have a dunk idea or something. You didn't know? go to school, a lot of them. Yep. Um, <laughs> what is what do what do the games look like ahead, yes. Jacob? What so, do we, what do we got? Tonight, uh, we have a home game against Oklahoma City Thunder. I wouldn't be surprised if Jokic sat this one too as well. Um, it might as well. Yes. I think um, Oklahoma City is is pretty good, almost five hundred. I really like the Thunder, um, but I also think the next stretch is more important. So look at this, Noah. They have a three-game road trip at New Orleans Pelicans, at Milwaukee Bucks, 
at the Philadelphia 76ers. So that game, <laughs> Saturday, January 28th at 1 p.m., which is a red flag in general, um, but that's going to be on ABC. So if Jokic dominates that game, if Jokic wins that game, that might be almost an MVP sealer, I think. Um, they did that last year. The the Nuggets at it, in Philadelphia, Jokic won that game. Everybody was watching, kind of sealed it up for the Nuggets, uh, you, for Jokic. You think, so. the, you think the Philly game would be more of a statement win than the Milwaukee game? Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, because I, for one, I think they're going to lose the Milwaukee game. Um, but sure. um, I think it, it would be more of a statement that, you know, Milwaukee's also a small market. Everyone's going to care about this Jokic and beat matchup. Um, sure. And then after that, they're going, they're back home, but against the Pelicans and then against the Warriors. So this is going to be a very interesting stretch, Noah. And if Nuggets just steamroll this, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. You know, like this is... Uh, <laughs> Because, like, this run has been great, but really it's been, like, so a win against the Clippers without Paul George, I think, and Kawhi. A win against the Cavs without Donovan Mitchell. Um, uh, A pretty good win against the Lakers, I guess. Um, Win against the Suns without Booker. They're free-falling anyway. And then a couple more bottom teams. I mean, Portland and Minnesota always give the Nuggets trouble. So those are good wins, I consider. But um, this upcoming stretch, very interesting. Um, And then the Pelicans games in division or in conference, uh, those mean more um, to the Nuggets uh, standing-wise. But yeah, optics-wise, this Philadelphia game, man, next Saturday. Uh, is Let's it's, do something for it. Let's we're, barbecue. We're going to have to do drink. something. Yeah. Yep. We're going to day oh. drink. 1 p.m. We'll be drunk at 110. I, so. I, can I tell you, I love a daytime like matinee NBA game. For some reason, it's, it, it is very comforting to me. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. I, I love the Christmas games that are on throughout the day and stuff <sighs> like that. You know, yeah. like that's they should do more. I, I like that. Um you know, I did. I was working though on Martin Luther King Day, and I just totally forgot mm-hmm. those games during the day during Martin Luther yeah, King Day, which yeah, is a sign too. Yeah. Um, but whatever. So, what are you looking for this this stretch, Noah? Before we get out of here, what do you what do you watch um, out for? I'm I'm gonna continue to watch out for Jamal getting better, getting back to his regular self. Um, I'd like to see Bones shoot a little better in these very important games, um, and. Um, yeah, I don't know. If if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think you and I both agree on Christian Brown, him especially putting on that performance of Pacers game. He's showing his worth, but um we'll we'll see. I think we're doing great, dude. I I am so happy. I I don't have much else to say. Now, uh be, before we go, I just wanted to shout out. I mean, we got to give MPJ props when he plays well because he defensively has been I think super good like just mm-hmm. and and just not even um getting beat as much it seems like um seems like he's not as confused he's had a couple blocks in there which is like it, it just just extra money and um and- he's also been dunking and driving to the basket and it's just like finally thank you because yeah. he he has this thing like aaron gordon too where like he he did a couple plays that Aaron Gordon would do with Jokic where he just like gets a dunk immediately, you know, like like MPJ could be like that. He could be taller than his defender every time and just kind of take mm-hmm. him to the basket every time, you know, instead of mm-hmm. just shooting over him because he can't too. But right. um I'm very encouraged, Noah. He just seems to be playing his role um very amazingly. And it is funny, he if he was on the magic, he would probably score 30 points a game, I think, and just shoot. Like yeah. a million times, but um, yeah. he's not he him and ball. System. Yep, him and ball, ball. So, um, nothing but positives on this side. Uh, can't believe it, Noah. This is um by far one of the most fun Nuggets teams already. Maybe um one of the most successful seasons so far already. And uh, can't wait to see. I watch every minute. So happy that this is happening. So, um. I love the podcast. I love you listeners. Um, follow us on Twitter at Ch- Ch- the Nuggets at Nuggets Pod and on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? Nothing to plug. Um, congratulations on a hundred. I love our fans, our listeners. Love the Nuggets. Love you, Jacob. Gosh darn it. 
Um, and um, and you will be hearing the the coverage here first. Yes. Of of this of what's going on in our fine city. Yep, yep, and uh, we'll get a podcast up before the 76ers game, so we'll do a deeper dive into that next week. So um, thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Jacob. Bye. Happy 100. Happy hundo.